Welcome to the Big Red Run. I smashed into the wall there. Welcome to the Big Red One Rundown. I am Zane. I'm Chris. I'm James. And we thought that the right thing to do would be to spend our time wasting yours talking about Nebraska football, basketball, volleyball, baseball, and anything else that involves the University of Nebraska. It is bound to be the best 30 to 45 minutes of your day. Is your back okay, Zane? No, it's not. Crush the wall. It's not because I've been carrying the weight of Nebraska (laughs) Nebraska fandom and this podcast, let me tell you. Oh, For the past couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, it's just what what you got to do. You know, sometimes you got to fire coaches. Sometimes you just got to put them on your back. (laughs) Carry, carry them into and the postseason. Drag them and just drag them down. Yeah, but uh, I mean, volleyball's still doing all right. You know, they're still beating teams that they're supposed to and losing to teams that they're, the, they, losing to teams that they're supposed to. There was a to. point in the Maryland game that they they had they had the potential to lose it. Oh and, yeah! In the second set, they were they were down twenty four to twenty one, and they scored five straight points to then just win twenty six twenty four to then go up two sets when. It could have easily, like, obviously, like, they, they, they needed, if they lost one point, it would have been tied 1-1. Yeah. And then there was, like, momentum. And you never know how that kind of ends mm-hmm. up playing out. But they really kind of, like, shut that down. And then the last set just felt like it's just we're delaying the inevitable. Do you yeah. want to lose in this set or do you want to lose in the next set? Because <laughs> you're going to lose. <laughs> and that's genuinely how it felt. It's just like, okay, well, now they're just going to kind of take care of business in this one. Just kind of sit and, on them. And it was the, the first one wasn't close. It was like 25-11 for the first set. The last set was pretty close. But it was still like they ended up giving a couple points away at the end, like three, three points at the end, and they still won by like four. Mm-hmm. And it's like. That's like what should have happened. Yeah, and so I really feel like they really took care of business there, and then they ended up beating obviously Illinois three and one. So yeah, beating the teams that they should be, they they look pretty good. I think yeah. they're they're just starting to look more and more. It's I don't know. It's hard to say like at the end of at the end come the end of the season like how they're going to be. Yeah, and how they're going to be able to compete. But they they looked really good, especially against Maryland. That was a super good win. Yeah, they're still super super young. Like. Really young all across the board. Yeah, so they it's, are. It's good seeing those players that have been there a while come in and, and kind of lead and, um, yeah, get get the job done for sure. So, yep, they're still doing good. I don't know how many games they have left this season before postseason starts. And hopefully postseason for women's college volleyball isn't trash like it was last year. But is The, the tournament's not happening in Omaha, is it? I th- think it's, like, back to the split where they do it across the country kind of like march madness style yeah where like the top seeds host well, I, I mean i really like meant that. like as any of it in omaha well i mean if nebraska is a top four seed for sure like they'll have they'll have host sites and stuff yeah. like that too but i don't i don't know if i said i don't know how all that structure like the, works out yeah necessarily. i know because like the final four was in omaha like four years ago or something like that and then it mm-hmm. was in two years ago and then yeah, I don't know if, if they have it laid out like that or at all. I, the whole thing was in Omaha last year, which was kind of yeah. weird. But I watched when Nebraska lost. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of getting in the habit of going to games that we lose. I don't know. He used to be really touted. I wasn't there. I wasn't there in person. Okay, I was just to say you used to be pretty touted as you know the guy that could go and get the games done, the guy. get the game win. Yeah, well, won. you know who else used to be touted as the guy that could win games? Scott Frost, and look at him. So. <laughs> Speaking of the only person that didn't get fired on Nebraska staff, (laughs) Scott, uh, head coach Scott Frost fired the offensive coordinator, the quarterback coach, the running back coach, and the O-line coach. And, you know, there's a couple interesting things that kind of came out. Wouldn't have fired me if I was on staff because I'm a winner. And you probably wouldn't have coached offensively. 
But anyway, um, <laughs> probably would have been an analyst. No, but um, okay. a couple, a couple interesting hey, things. Man. A couple interesting things that came out of this is in an interview, Scott said that the offense had been elite this year, mm. and and some people were kind of roasting him for not knowing the definition of elite because when <laughs> when something's elite, you don't fire every coach associated with that part of the game, and so okay, that is the weird thing though. What does he mean by elite? Because He's probably because I, I think. Do we are we still a top twenty-five offense? Yes, as far as here's, like yards per deal. game and things like that. Here, I we've we've said this before, but elite. I think what he's referring to is we, can can we move the ball? Yes, yeah. we can. But when we get within the red zone, we are one of the worst teams in in all of football, and so we don't actually score points. But the point of the offense is to score points. So I don't really care how well you move the ball if you can't actually score a point. Mm. Amen. And the most frustrating thing, the word of the Lord, is when we when I'm watching a game and we're averaging like 20 we we score like 22, 23 points, 24. And we can't get over the hump and score like 34, 35. We win like every game this year mm-hmm. if we can score 35 points and with like Scott Frost offense and with the playmaker's ability, I do believe it's coaching that we can't get that done. Yeah. And not only that, it's frustrating when you look at the stat line in team comparison. And if you were just to like not watch the game and just look at the stats, put money on stats, everyone's like, like, oh, Nebraska obviously won this game because they completely dominated in every stat compared Mm -hmm. to the other team. Nebraska is almost like that four-year-old in rec league basketball that just runs around with the ball mm, and like no doesn't dri- go to the hoop doesn't even dribble. just running around on the baseline and doesn't dribble oh, swing on the ball guy, i would oh, oh, oh he's, he's getting around on the court just Children. never puts it up <laughs> never makes the basket i've so never hit, i've never hated a metaphorical kid so much in my life <laughs> this metaphor kid sounds like he sucks <laughs> wearing a westbrook jersey <laughs> my kid would destroy that kid <laughs> i'm gonna have a kid just to destroy that kid <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what Scott Frost means by elite because the definition of elite says a size of letter in typewriting with 12 characters to the inch. So that's a little odd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's a little odd. Yeah, it's super <laughs> weird that he would say something like that. But it also says a select group that is superior. We, we could probably just stop at that point. I think, <laughs> like, it's, I think our running back core is close to being that i think <gasps> our wide receiver core is close to being that yeah <gasps> i think our quarterback play for i don't know three quarters is close to being <laughs> that like there it's i i hate saying like we're close because it's it's just dumb but all because we're close that means we're not yeah so no, we're, we're not, not there yet yeah it so says a, a superior in terms of ability or qualities compared to the rest of a group or society that's funny superior in ability it's, probably yeah superior, superior in quality no absolutely not so yeah. were, but, were you guys surprised at all any of the coaches um, that were fired honestly or? it it we knew we knew something had to change yep. something had to change you mm-hmm. can't have a potentially three and nine year if we yep. don't win another game <clears throat> this year potentially three and nine in year four and not see changes and mm-hmm. i think just in general like Honestly, I know like the Nebraska fan base is one of like the most knee-jerk fan bases in all of college football, unfortunately. But you can't you can't produce at that level and then also just expect fans to buy tickets next year. Yep. Like obviously they've been doing the red carpet rollout and they've been doing all these things to keep like which is cool, but to like keep the sellout streak. Mm-hmm. If we made zero coaching changes this next year, Gonzo. It yeah, would it's... it would be gone. And at the oh, end of the sure. day, that's like that's like money that the university cares about. And mm-hmm. if and football is their by far the biggest revenue. Oh yeah. And so if you're gonna like allow no changes to happen there, to even just like satisfy a fan base of like, 
okay, now we're excited for next year because we have this offensive coordinator coming in. Like, you have to generate some hype, and unfortunately, that has to come through coaching. Mm-hmm. This little change already has now provided the optimism people need for the off for the oh. off season. Oh yeah, and I think I think people agree. Frost is it probably is Frost is probably the guy. Like we probably believe yeah, that yeah. he's the guy. But yeah, yeah. Go on. What were you What were you saying? I think for me, big surprise. I knew Greg Austin was gone, and I knew Mario Verduzco was mm. gone. I think those were the two guys that I felt like mm-hmm. that was pretty clear. I think I was a little surprised to see Ryan Held gone because they talked about him being the best recruiter on the team, and I was a little surprised to see Matt Lubick gone. But once I saw that they're gone, it kind of and now we all know this because of what's kind of said in press conferences recently. But seeing Matt Lubick gone. Help me see, okay, like we are moving in a different offensive direction. We might not completely like throw away all of Scott's identity mm-hmm. in his offense, but I actually thought Matt Lubick brought some improvements to the team. Like we got the deep ball going. I felt the wide receivers were better than what Troy Walters was producing. I would agree. So I, I think there was, there was, I was actually kind of a, not fully impressed, but I was like, I wasn't angry at Matt Lubick. Mm-hmm. I would say that. Like I wasn't. Yeah like disappointed in his production. So seeing that they let him go and Ryan Held go, I think for me was the teller, okay, we are moving in a different direction here. So that was a big tell for me, but it it did catch me a little bit by surprise. I think maybe coming down to OC specifically with with, uh, Matt Lubick, I know Scott is talking more about wanting to hire an offensive coordinator that he can trust to just run the offense, to be the offensive general like Chenander is on the defense. Scott doesn't have any really, like, he oversees the entire team. Obviously, he's the head coach, but Chenander is, like, the head coach of the defense. Yeah. He was also the head coach of the whole team and trying to be the head coach of the offense, and it was just too much for him. And I think going back to— And then feeling like he has to coach quarterbacks, too. Yeah, There's exactly. so much time that even he said he's like, I'm trying to, like, work yeah. more with quarterbacks. And, like, he can't do all of those things. Yeah. You don't have— a, staff that you feel like you can actually trust to lead and do those things. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? That's why I think it it ultimately came down to like, I I think Matt Lubick is good at some very specific things on the offense. I think he's a cool play designer. I think he created some awesome plays that the team used that were really good. I'm thinking of like the, the fake pitch where Adrian steps back and then the running back slips on the edge. And then they like that play that Ramirez scored on against against Michigan like that play hadn't been run before like he's great play design and he gets the the wide receivers are ready but I don't think he could be trusted to operate the entire offense he could he couldn't coordinate the entire offense at once he could do some specific points of that really well so I think this is where Scott is really emphasizing I need to find an offensive coordinator that I can trust to run the offense the whole thing whether that's going to be play calling full time i don't know i think that that's i think that scott probably realized i can't continue to play or call the plays all the time every single play so i i think that's why matt lubick was fired i i think ramir or not ramir i think ryan held was was fired just because he couldn't get it took him so long to get that running back back. that that running back room since it was like yeah and even still like I mean, the the fine details he, of... He's been here four years. He's been here four years. For like yeah. all four years, right? Yeah. And he had yeah. guys that were ready. Like Ozigbo was ready. Washington. But Washington, I mean, Washington had some off the field issues. Yeah, Washington was... He was just he was just so much more talented than anybody in the running back room that he just had to be on the field, you know? But then you got like... Um, who, who Dedrick Mills was great for one year, and then the next year he took like a massive step backwards. 
He's still playing in the NFL, but it was a big step. He was almost a thousand yard rusher and then stepped way back. And then this year you have a, a transfer come in that you're like, he's the guy. He starts the first game, and then it's like, well, not really. And then a freshman from Oklahoma, Savion, he comes in, and he looks all right against Oklahoma. But then Ramir comes in and is obviously the best running back, but you're still going between him and Yant, and Yant makes one small mistake, and you take him out for the whole game. It's like it's so inconsistent that's, on that that's, side That's of a little that was, bit, yeah, where we see Yant get some like some good production, and then – we just you just don't see him for literally the rest of the game, like not yeah. a single play. And you're Second like, half's entirely gone. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, the other team had no response for him. Yeah, and it, yeah, it just feels like we're really quick to abandon things that like really worked. And yeah. even when like, well, we were the defense, we were seeing some things, but but then at the same time, so then they don't run plays because they're like, well, we saw how they adjusted, but then we run lots of plays and we're like, well, we have to keep them honest. Like <laughs> I know. So what? Yeah. So what is it? Like, yeah. are you going to keep them honest? Like, knowing, like, yes, you have to stay defensively like this because yeah. this is a threat. Or are we just going to be like, oh no, they they shifted. Mm-hmm. So now we're not going to do anything because they shifted. And it's like, <laughs> no, yeah. well, then continue to force them to do that. So then you can like attack downfield. Yeah, that's what my which we my never dad, do. My dad pointed that out. That we did that perfectly one time this season against Michigan. Where the whole first yeah. half, like our offense was really struggling. We were running the we were running the fake reads and stuff. But I was like, why are they not handing it off? Or like, why isn't he actually reading? And I was texting my dad, and he was like, well, I mean, maybe they're just trying to get it set up for the second half, where they'll slip one. And then like the like after he texted me that in the second half, immediately the first thing they did was <laughs> score down the field, like a long ball down the field. So, yeah, it's it's weird. I hope they can get those things figured out and be, Which, be a more consistently like productive offense. For yeah. Sure. And I'm okay. If our offense is not a, Hey, we're going to suck for this amount of time. So that way we can have one big play to score. I don't want that kind of offense. Like, do you, do you really think <laughs> anyone in the Ohio state room is like, okay, we're going to run this play. It's not really going to work a couple times, but trust me. Like, I think genuinely they're like, no, we're going to move the ball every time. We're yeah. the expectation that we're going to score every time. Yeah. And, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna wait till they are out of position, and then we actually have another play that we can call. We have more than three cool plays, yeah, that just work. Yeah, I will say, maybe I'm just a fan. I am actually kind of excited to see Ron Brown mm-hmm. take over running yeah. backs. So he was Bo Pelini's running back coach when we had. He was actually the running back for, coach for Abdullah and um, Burkhead and Haley or and Haley really yeah yeah. So all three like we're under Ron Brown which I think is really cool. And so I'm excited to see even just these next 2 weeks of does the room look a little bit different as far as like He's just a good dude. Yeah, he he's, is, a, he's like, an awesome guy. And I I just whatever about Bo Pelini, I I liked how we always had we always knew who our number 1 back was. Ever mm-hmm. since the Scott Frost era, we never know who our number 1 guy is really. Yeah. And I don't like that. I like having our guy. Yeah. I think we would all say it's Ramirez now. Though now, yeah, right? you would say yeah. it is now, but it, took, but it just but it took, took a, it, it took, took four six, years to, yeah, yeah, to yeah, figure six, out six who our guy is. Yeah, You're right. um, well, all that to say to kind of sum this up, we have to make make a mention of frost pants somehow. I think his pants are a little looser this week. Yeah, um, not as tight, just, not as tight. Um, 
you hate, you hate to see it, but you love to see it go. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, honestly, exactly. they're just a little looser now that we have some coaching staff. Plus tension. He's, he's a little, some, some he's got say. a little more room to breathe in those things. Exactly. And, exactly. you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's an um, ideal pants situation, honestly. It really is. But and, and he wore black pants in the press conference <sighs> to talking about the firing. I called for the black pants. You and called they came it. in. They Dude, came in clutch. He's back in black. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that, we'll see how that shakes out. We'll, uh, we'll get some eyes on the ground, get some eyes on the pants. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. I know his dry cleaners. So, Whoa. Yeah. so, I mean, you, you want to hook me up or something? It's not a big deal. Give me some of them pants. It's the university. I'm sure they Dang just do it for him. I can't get it. Let's talk, let's talk a little basketball. Oh, yeah. Basketball, 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 man. Uh, I mean, well, first was no. excited. Eh, that's, first. that's the Nebraska way, though, yeah. right? We get really, really hyped. We have our first five-star recruit ever that they downgraded to a four-star. Did you see that? I saw, the, on, what? On a joke. Moved they, by it's, it's .013 like, or something No, it's stupid. literally by .0001. Because yeah. he is now point nine eight nine nine. Yeah. So if you add point zero 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 one, gets him to the ninety nine yeah. to be a five star. Yeah. So who, he's like who one, made that change? He's, one, know, he's like one ten thousandth away from being. And in how a does five that change star. get made also, after he's yeah, signed okay. and played? That's not how recruiting college. That's not how recruiting rankings work. That once they get out of college and now in college, like or out of high school now in college, you don't go okay. Now that I see how he plays in college, I should go oh, yeah, back yeah, to no. his high school <laughs> rankings and downgrade him. Who is that guy? I don't know. But, Dude, but honestly, he's been fantastic. He's been, the best he's been great. On the team. He's been the best player <laughs> on the team. The, and we <laughs> lost, they lost the first game to Western <laughs> Illinois, and man, they did just get bodied on the boards. They got yeah. out-rebounded almost, I think it was like, I remember seeing something that was like, 48 to 26 or something at the time. Maybe it wasn't that drastic, but man, it was bad. Oh, Grit. total rebounds. We got out-rebounded 57 to 37. Actually, <laughs> what I said was probably exactly correct. <laughs> we got I remember seeing that on the screen. 23 offensive rebounds for Western Illinois, seven for Nebraska. Nice. Bruh. Yeah. Bruh. But it also, like, Lantmine was out, but that's still, like, yeah. that's not and an Ed excuse. And Eduardo Andre was out. Yeah, but, man, dude, some of them, it just also just felt like hustle plays. Like, People mm -hmm. like they're in position and they just weren't like, no, it is my responsibility to get this. Ball. Yeah. And I think that's the, th the thing when you have the guys that are supposed to be doing that, like that's their thing. You, then when they're out, they're just like, I don't know. You yeah. don't, they literally don't know how to rebound. And they just shot, they shot pretty poorly in general um, from three point was not great. Um, but then it, we were texting, and I even said, like, we, we came down to the end of the game, and they were just missing free throws. We went <laughs> one for five yeah. um, at free throws towards the end. We made a couple well, we more. Were up by, I think we were up by five. We were up by five, and we and, they and went, we they went down free throws. And, yeah, they went down and scored a two to make it a three-point game. They hit two we went, threes in a row. Yeah, they hit a three, and then it was a two-point game. We went down and missed a free throw, which was a one-on-one -on -one or something, and then yeah. they got the, the board and then made that freaking buzzer beater, dude. We went, I think we went one for f one for five in the, the last 55 seconds, or five, I can't remember what it was. I think it was one for four in the last 55 seconds. Yeah, one for four in the last 55 seconds and 0 oh for two in the last 10 or 15 seconds or something like that. It was just, it was so bad. And it literally was like, we just hit free throws. Yeah. Like, they're driving. All game, they're, they're, they're like, they're driving. And the refs were calling everything a foul. Both sides of the ball. Yeah. Everything's a foul. Stopping the clock all the time. But, man, we, yeah, we end up playing. I oh, mean, the, that was the worst refereed game I have ever seen in my entire life. I'm not joking. It was, it was pretty bad. It was horrible. It just felt like everything was like, oh, yep, they're stopping it again. Every, yep. everyone's in foul trouble. We had multiple 
like the top three players on the other team fouled out. Yeah, and we there was, still couldn't like hit a free throw. Yeah, it was, and it disgusting. sucks because it was like Alonzo Verge. It was Trey McGowan shooting. It's not like we're having like, yeah, some our third string center who's like never played basketball before in his <laughs> life. Like, it's it's these are like supposed to be some of our like best scores, best free throw shooters down yeah. the line, and they didn't get it done. Dude, let me tell you though. Trey McGowan's had some of the most disgusting dunks yeah. I have ever seen in my life. You got a shout-out by John Morant, too. Bro. Him and, yeah. His, Especially so against Sam Houston Trey, when they played. Yeah. 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 Trey and Bryce played uh, basketball in South Carolina where, where John Morant's from. They're, like, from the same hometown, so they kind of right. know each other. But so Alonzo, cool. Alonzo Verge went 26 points, 13 rebounds, and 5 assists against Western Illinois. And he's our point guard. And he out-rebounded our starting center by five rebounds. Not ideal. Not ideal. <laughs> and he's not doing the, the Russell Westbrook of just trying to get stats. No, <laughs> but he looked incredible. And to go 26-13-5 in a, in a college basketball game is like, that's mm-hmm. pretty good. And yeah. then Bryce McGowan's went 25-6 and had no assists. So, and, and, so in two games... Bryce McGowan's both, both scored at least he's scored at least twenty five points. Yeah, he's like the first Husker basketball player to score twenty five points in two games in a season since yeah. like two thousand eight or something. Crazy, yeah. Which is like we've played two games and he's got already like the two games. Yep. You know? Yep. But then Just playing freak. Sam Houston, dude, we missed so many layups to start oh the game. If gosh, you like look dude. at Twitter, people mm-hmm. were saying like I think we've missed. It was like in the first half, they're like I think we've missed four like wide open layups where like you think it's contested and they like back out. Yeah. And then it's like wide open. Wide and, and we, open. And we're missing those. Also, yeah. we had it was the worst three point shooting game I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Outside of Bryce McGowan's. Bryce went four for seven. Mm-hmm. The rest of the team combined, so including his four made shots, combined for four for twenty two. Everyone, if you look at the stat, everyone's over two, over three. Yeah. And some of them like I felt like we were just even trying to force shots. Like case I was in, yeah, I think he only went 0 for 2 on the night. But when he shot the ball, it felt like they played really good defense on him. They mm-hmm. were like, we're just face guarding him the yeah. whole time. We're not going to let this dude shoot. And they just like got it, and he would just like throw up shots. And I was like, you're not yeah. Steph Curry yet. yet. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but that's that's definitely how it felt. They, they yeah, they, they shot bad. They yeah. had a guy... Um, what was his last name? Flag. Flag. Yeah. Yeah. And that dude could not miss. Dude, he couldn't miss at all. That dude probably had the game of his he, life. Uh, Savion Flag. He went 31, 11, and 2. Yeah, just stupid. Savion Flag. He played thir- all 30. He played 36 minutes of the game. And he got a ton of rebounds. Yeah. Yeah. A ton he, of offensive rebounds. He went off. Yeah. We shot 18% from three point and. We went four for 22, and Bryce McGowan's hit all four. Of our th- he yeah. went four for six or four for, four seven. for seven. Yeah, four for seven mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, we shot. He four. was four for six, and then he shot one more, but yeah, and, and it like rimmed out. But yeah, the, we still got out rebounded. The by, second half was really, it was like a tale of two halves for real. Like the second half, we outscored them by 13, mm-hmm. or something like that, and, and we end up winning. Uh, we were we were down five at halftime, and I guess we won by nine. So I guess we outscored them by fourteen, and yeah. it felt it did feel really good. They shot, they moved the ball, like just move the ball, make yeah. the team, yeah. make the defense run or move a little. They, I mean, there were points, and I texted the group our group about this. I was like, there were points where I was watching the game, and I was like, that looks like an NBA offense. Yeah, when they get down the get down the court, they're passing the ball around, and then Bryce like does a ball fake and gets into the middle and gets a nice layup, like. 
they looked really, really, really good at, at points. They still got out-rebounded. They still had 11 turnovers. They still only had 10 total team assists, which isn't fantastic. But, I mean, they, they beat two, which, I mean, it's never it's Sam Houston State and it's Western Illinois. Western Illinois, I said they were a Missouri Valley team. They are not. They are a Summit League team. So mm. shout out to Daniel Kuhar for making me feel like an idiot. <laughs> they're summit league team they do play with uno so they play with uno they play in that league which is not a terrible league they try and usually get one or two uh teams into the tournament so this that could look like a much better loss later in the season but the sam houston state they've made it to the tournament there they're as we're good, the only big team that has team. a loss right now <laughs> yeah wow yeah. Yeah. Uh, michigan state has a loss they lost to freaking oh, yeah, Duke, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, they lost. They lost to Duke. But also, there's a there was a couple. Yeesh. I mean, there was a lot of upsets. Yeah, in, in yeah. the first week, like a lot of teams losing to Summit League teams. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever. Uh, who was like, it? North Carolina barely beat Brown University. Yeah, yeah, like barely. Brown. They're literally their mascots. Poop. Are they the Bears? Literally. It's a literal poop. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a. It's the poop emoji. Gosh, it just runs around. <laughs> it makes that noise too. They have a soundboard. It, none of it makes sense. They really went all in on this rebound. Every time they sink a three, it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, he hit a three. <laughs> <laughs> so are they the fighting I, Browns? I really, I really hope we Man, play. Man, these Browns are just running everywhere. We got the running Browns today. It's like, oh my They're God. very streaky, very streaky <laughs> on the court. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, anyway, so, uh, we're trying to distract from the fact that we play Creighton tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, it's funny and because we're going to get like, They did not look good, though, in yeah, the previous game. People are like, you know what? Nebraska pro- might actually be able to do it this year. We play two games. They're like, yeah, we're getting Creighton, Creighton. Honestly, I, didn't, I was not impressed by Creighton, though. They, they, they scored only 51 they, points. They struggled. Like, yeah. They, I watched that game. That was not a good showing for Creighton. <laughs> Creighton plays the mighty fighting Browns later. Oh, they they do? Yeah, they do. They passed for us. They played the, the, the... Are they here in Omaha? Uh, yes. We should go <laughs> with the go. big speaker. We should go be the we biggest Browns We should just Brown go to Walmart fans. and just get just brown t-shirts. Just, just brown plain t-shirt. brown t-shirts <laughs> and act like we're the biggest fans <laughs> ever. They only make fart noises the whole night. <laughs> <Like> just, <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. But we play we play Creighton tomorrow night at, at 6 o'clock in Lincoln. That's on FS1, so... Definitely tune in. Nice. That. Creighton played Kennesaw State and they only won fifty-one to forty-four. Kennesaw State, I, I, I'm trying to remember this correctly. Their coach right now is six and forty-eight. Oh, <laughs> that's not State. great. Kennesaw, yeah, there there was a stat for their coach that he's not not good, not doing very good. But they they, pl- they played their heart out he against Creighton. Though, did, did he try firing their running back coach? <laughs> Maybe. Hey, I'm just hey, saying. Um, I, I do want to give a. I'm going to give a quick shout out to Nebraska women's basketball. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they beat yeah, yeah, yeah. Alabama A and M, 88 to 33. That is a whomping, dude. <laughs> but one thing that was really impressive. Um, a lot of layups. That, that it is. Isabel Bourne, you're wrong for that. <laughs> Isabel Bourne, she's the she's the forward. She's a sophomore. She had 23 points. Went she went 10 of 12 and only, like only missed like one three pointer. Um, but then the rest of the starters. All of them scored eight points. It's like the most balanced like spreadsheet of like scoring that you've nice. ever seen. Yeah. We're like it's like eight, they are eight, women, eight, you eight, know, eight, seven, six, five. <laughs> but then the rest of the team on the other like, man, dude, it's 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 brutal looking at the stat sheet from Alabama and A as you can imagine. I I would like <laughs> to think. Do you guys think you can make more than eleven half court shots if that's all you did in a full game? Oh yeah, 
I don't know. It'd be close. It'd be close. That's what I'm saying. All I'm saying is I think it'd be close. I think I would probably score... I'm gonna, I'm gonna be nice to myself. I think I score at least seven, so that's twenty-one. So like, they still be. I don't know. I think the average person can maybe go one for ten. Are we talking one men- for ten for half court shots? Ooh. Are we talking men's ball or women's ball here? Women's balls. <laughs> oh yeah, I make eleven easy. Oh, I could dunk them from there. <laughs> <laughs> I could dunk from half court with a women's ball. No. Um, no, but there's a lot of really good um, Nebraska, like, or sorry, the Big Ten for women's basketball is yeah. also stacked. Yeah, like Maryland's ranked four, Ohio's seventeen, I was ranked nine. Um, Indiana's ranked eighth and all of them just like cleaned house this last week. Yeah. Yep. Wow. But man, the, when it comes to like, I feel like the gap in basketball is so much wider in women's. I think that's why Connecticut's like always really, really good. Or like UConn's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but so when it comes to like, you have a good team, it's just like, they just, they just score so many more points. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Creighton's got a hard schedule. They, they play in the Big East. So any of our Creighton fans on the show, first of all, stop listening. <laughs> Second of all, please continue listening. We appreciate that you're also Husker football fans and and, all, mm. and also Husker basketball fans and, you know, all of the sorts. So uh, Nebraska basketball, not the best start that you could have hoped for, but they still looked really good last game. They can continue to grow. If we so, learn to rebound. I don't know. And pass the ball. Yeah. I genuinely think they could have they could end up having a really good season. Yep. I think they they could make the tournament. Yeah, which, definitely. Which is a, a that's a big thing. Or yeah. even like compete in the NIT. I know that's not the goal, but I think they could. Yeah, really, really without well. a doubt. So in the beginning of the season, preseason, we were picked uh, to finish tenth in the Big Ten. So do these first two games change maybe your guys's perspective on where you think we might finish in the Big Ten? The Big Ten. Remember last year was. By far the best basketball. Oh yeah, they, oh, they, they, they are be the best basketball year. conference. With, not without close. A, without a even a question, they were by far last year. This year, unfortunately, we're not a very probably good, still going to be really really. We don't, really we good. don't produce very good tournament teams. Yeah, but I'm not going to hit the panic button yet. I think this team just needs a little bit of time to gel. Mm-hmm. But I think I, I don't think we're going to be the top of the Big Ten. But I think no, I don't think we'll be at like dead last for the bottom. I think the ten I, sounds about right for for what I've seen. Yep. But for now, I think I think it just it'll take time for us to gel, and I think we'll have a season where we might have like one or two surprise games where we get some upsets. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't see us finishing like dead last. Yeah, I would say we we're probably middle of the pack, probably a little bit closer to the bottom of the pack. But yeah, I think still, we'll I think we'll finish somewhere between somewhere between seven and ten for sure. Yeah, I, I don't like think that. we'll finish lower than ten, and it, it would be very surprising to me if we finished higher than seven. But there's. I mean, there's some really, really good basketball teams in the Big Ten. So we'll see how that goes. Minnesota is currently leading the Big Ten, and they are projected projected to be last in the Big Ten. So (laughs) we'll we'll see how that plays out. (laughs) I'm not sure. But we want to go ahead and get to your guys' questions that you've sent in to us the past couple weeks. Uh, We got a bunch of questions from the first mailbag that we weren't able to get to, so we want to make sure that we get to them today. Um, First and foremost, my brother sent in some questions. Number one. What was the most memorable Husker game that you've been to? Any any sport, I, I would say. One. Football, basketball, baseball, volleyball, gymnastics, track and field. The most memorable Husker game. Golf. We went to Wisconsin for Thanksgiving. We were going to be coming, bring me driving back. And we're like, hey, Nebraska plays in Iowa City. We could drive through Iowa City. We could go to the game. Mm. And it was so cold. So we went <laughs> to this Walmart in the middle of nowhere in Iowa. All of it's in the middle of nowhere. But we went to this Walmart. There's it's Black Friday. Yeah. Black Friday. Yeah. 
all the incredible deals. No one is at this Walmart, mm-hmm. which is like, so we're like, I guess we'll like look around. We buy all this random cold gear. We're buying like Long John's, just big hats. <laughs> we go there. We have seats on like, like on like row 20 and it is like super windy, super cold. And we watch Nebraska and Rex Burkhead just run the ball down their throats mm. and just freaking destroy. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And they, at the end of the game, they came and they like, um, I don't remember what player it was. He like came and brought like the big Husker flag and was waving it in their end zone. <laughs> and I'm like 10 feet away. Let's go. Probably like yeah. Andy Janovich. Yeah. So yeah. dude, it was, it was a good time. That Jano. was like my most memorable one. It was just my mom and dad and I, and we went and. That's cool. Went to Iowa. Honestly, it was great. Our fans were super nice to us the whole time. Nice. So it was a great time. I'd, yeah. I would love to go back. So mine is also in a, probably going to be an away game. I was, I, I, I was at the North, Northwestern Wester Camp Hill Mary, which was, uh, yeah. that was, that was insane. But I, I was what, also, I, say. I was also very young oh, oh, yeah. or not very young, but like I was still just young. So yeah. I like, I kind of remember the game, but I just really enjoyed going to Illinois and being the away team mm-hmm. and watching us come back and beat Illinois on the road. Wandale's first breakout game. Wandale like had a crazy game. Adrian Martinez who? played lights who had out. Had a crazy game. Wandale. What did I say? I think you said some something rhymes with like some Wan- some guy that's not here anymore. I don't know. Yeah, Wanton. Do you say Wanton? <laughs> Wandale Robinson. I don't, I don't know what I, I said. Know what you're talking about. I don't know who that guy is. Who is that guy? <laughs> Anywho, it's, it's weird. But someone wearing number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, went yeah. off. I know who you're talking about. Allegedly wearing. Allegedly. <laughs> And also a guy who was wearing the number 28 was there too. Whoa. But he was injured. Uh, he got injured in that game. Oh, uh, yeah. But he was playing well. Anywho, Reese Washington. But um, that, there was, that was my first ever away game. And it was really, f- there was something just so cool about mm-hmm. wearing your Husker gear in a, definitely a not a sea, more like a pond of orange. Mm, yeah. There wasn't a ton of fans, but it's a lake. Um, it's a lake. I'll call, we'll give them a lake. Sometimes it's a marsh. They prefer a lake. <laughs> um, but that was probably <laughs> my, my favorite game. Just watching us come back. It was a fun, it was a night game. Yeah. Come back win. it was cool. Yeah. Had a good time. I went to the Michigan state game in, uh, Oh, it would have been 2016. I believe Mike Riley. Uh, we were really bad. Not very good at all. Um, it was either 2015 or 2016. I can't remember, but Michigan state came into Lincoln. They were ranked top, nine i think they were not number nine in the country they were undefeated nebraska was not undefeated we were really bad and we were projected to lose the game by a bunch it was freezing cold but the stadium was nuts it was bonkers it was the first game that i remember when they did the let me clear my throat song and we were we were in the game the whole time second half got a little bit out of our hand but then we came back and with like a minute left in the not even a minute it was less than a minute in the fourth quarter Tommy Armstrong hit Brandon Riley in the end zone for that touchdown to to get the lead but then mm-hmm. they threw the flag because nope. he was out of bounds and then everybody in this it was the most quiet I have ever heard Memorial Stadium I'm al- <laughs> I'm almost positive this might be an over exaggeration I'm almost positive I could hear the referee actually talking on the field not like through the microphone. It was like, it was so quiet when he was like, after review, the ruling on the field has been confirmed. And it just went, like everything just exploded. And it's funny because I like, I went nuts as well. And everybody's going crazy. And I felt like somebody had like punched me in the back of the head, like as hard as they could. And I like fell down and I'm with, I'm with a girl who is just a friend of mine from, from Tulsa. If she's listening to this, she was there too. We were just friends, but she had never been to a college football game like that before. And oh, so it's wow. Nebraska, oh 90,000 people in the stadium, and it's freezing cold, and I like literally like fainted. I couldn't talk. I thought I had like a brain aneurysm, but it was just 
a head like <laughs> a headache from Z- when you talk about diehard fans. Zayn will literally die. I would have died on that. Yeah, on that field. But I felt bad because she had never been to a game before, and she's trying to figure mm-hmm. out like, what do I do? Here? What do I do? <laughs> I know, but yeah. Now she's now she's a huge Nebraska fan. So and we won. Yeah, big wins. Obviously, super super fun when we win. But uh, next question is five words to describe Nebraska football this year. Uh, maybe we I got just, it. Got five words. Yeah. All right. All right. I hope this is five words. <laughs> I hope this is five. That's six words, you idiot. <laughs> oh dang it! Let me try it again. <laughs> nope. Don't. My five words would be: I'm I'm ready for a change. I'm ready for a change. Wow! Look at you go. That's a good one. That's ready a for a change. One. I was gonna go with like extravagant, delicious, jackhammer. <laughs> No, those are my words. Um, those are my actual words. My words are, I cry myself to sleep. <laughs> I cry myself to sleep. <laughs> no, I mean, it's really just the sentiment of the, or like the, <laughs> like, we're close, but so far. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like that's probably maybe a little more realistic. Yeah. And I'm just tired, tired of being close. Yeah, yeah. But James, we're close. We don't, are, though. Don't tell me that. No, we're not. But we are close. We Sir we James. have no coaching staff. <laughs> <laughs> like we fired everyone. Please, we're not mis- close. Please, Mister Scott Frost, win. Generally, do you guys think? Do you think the offense will be better this week or than than last week? Uh, Coming out of a bye with no coaches, do you think we're going to be better or worse? Yeah, I think it's going to be worse. Yeah, that's what I think too. Uh, yeah, I think it's better. Like, oh, he he went because with, with coaching staff, we're bad after a bye week. <laughs> So what do you do? You take the coaches out. Get them out. We're better. Players, what do you guys want to do today? They've been they've been playing tag for the last two weeks, and honestly, they're super fast now. They're real fast. They're really good at juking them out. They are going to be attacking them. He's playing capture the flag and red rover, and they are ready to go. I love it. I love it. Okay, what do you guys think is the best concessions at Memorial Stadium? We got Runza, Valentino's, the Fairberry hot dog. I guess you could just choose popcorn if you're lame. If you're a loser. My Go- wife would pick popcorn, though. I'm going with Runza. Runza? There's nothing better than when it's cold out, get a hot meat pocket. And just <laughs> call it meat pocket. I don't hot, like that word. Hot meat pocket. <laughs> That's not the word. They're called Runzas. But yeah. Runzas, man, I tell you. There's something about having a runs on a cold day. Man, just, uh, just, I They're just love so good. a meat pillow right now, dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. I do like runzas. I, would, I was also going to agree. I'm going to agree with runza. It's just, I would, when I go to runza, like if I were to go right now, mm-hmm. I would not get an actual runza. I'd mm-hmm. get a cheeseburger with some chicken strips, bro. Southwest. Can I go chicken strips? But. Y'all tripping. What are you, six, dude? Anyway. <laughs> dude, they're good. Um, that ranch. Yeah, they're, it's probably pretty good. But what I'm saying is, like, at the game, though, the runs is just hit oh, differently. Yeah. They're just, Especially they're just cold good. Husker game. Oh, nothing, my gosh. Nothing better than Nothing's a better. But I get two, though. I don't know. Some if fat. I... But if the Fairbury hot dog, if I'm getting... Sh- if it's shooting me from that cannon, <laughs> like, I'm, I might have to go with the hot dog. <laughs> I just want to get shot. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, there's nothing ma- that makes me want to get shot more than being at a Husker football game. With a hot dog cannon, not hmm. a gun. You're right. You're Get right, it right, out right, of your right. mind. Uh, which apparel brand would you pick to represent Nebraska if it weren't already Adidas? Or maybe it is a, a maybe for you it is Adidas. I think I would. I think I'd probably stick with Adidas. I'm not a huge Nike guy, and I don't. <sighs> I would go Nike. Yeah. I. I'm not. In the past, I haven't typically been impressed with like the alternative jerseys and things yeah. like that. Yeah, they've been when they've been like, all right. There is like 
anyone that I've seen like online like design a potential art to alternative jersey or alternative helmet helmet they'll the helmets this year were by far the coolest they've ever been mm-hmm. but there's like so many good ones that sometimes I sometimes I wish like and I know all the old people listening to this would like the people that have been around for a long time right they yeah. love like the the history all the, all the geezers yeah. but it's like <laughs> dude if Nebraska, if Nebraska did like what Oregon does with games and just every game, it's like that's a sick jersey. Yeah, like, yeah. right. Yeah, that's what I kind of like. That'd be cool. Well. And I just, yeah. I just feel like Adidas just always feels outdated. <laughs> Hear me out. What about Jordan brand? Like I could get on all North, that too. Like North Carolina and Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty. I think cool. that would take like other sports. It would make it a lot better. Yeah, other basketball. Would, like yeah, they do basketball. They have really good baseball jerseys and stuff. Yeah, like. Jordan cleats for baseball. It's really weird, but like I've never worn Jordans in my life outside of baseball cleats. <laughs> really? They are. They were like the best cleats I ever wore. Huh. He did. He did play baseball. And so that's true. He was a baller. It, it's baseball, true. Baseball. But they, they have like, it's just, they have great gear for baseball. Yeah. So I'm, I'm probably with you with Nike as far as just all that they can offer design wise and just even apparel just like, wise. Even just like a fan apparel. That's like, so. I, when when I think of this Adidas, question, you go to the Adidas store at the outlets. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. like there's like nothing there for Nebraska stuff. It's ridiculous. Yeah, this, this Iowa fan over here is pointing to the Nike cross on his Look how chest. Clean it looks, dude. Yeah. It's clean. Yeah, you remember the worst jerseys I have ever seen in my entire life are the Iowa jerseys from like 1994 or something like that. <laughs> it I gotta says, look it up. It said, "Oh, they're horrendous." They they did the throwback jerseys where they had like the like the gold wings that came over their like <laughs> over their shoulder pads. But is it, it worse than the Steelers bumblebees, <laughs> dude? But in the nineties, yeah, that's bad too. But in the nineties, they had. Oh yeah, they, <laughs> these those are so bad. Oh dude. gosh, it says it, Iowa on it. It has the giant it says, Hawkeye. No, it says Hawkeyes, but it's off centered. Yeah. because then the logo is on like the, the far giant left shoulder. Hawkeye logo is <laughs> on. And then sh- they've got just. You can't tell what they're doing, and all these guys are wearing Reebok cleats. Get out of here! Boys. I know, but then what well, they played in the they played in the Orange Bowl or something that year too, and then they had another patch on the other side. It was just it was the ugliest thing I have ever seen in so, my life. So, just a fan apparel, not talking jerseys. If I could like handpick, oh, I would love to have this brand for fan apparel. Would be the North Face. That'd be insane just yeah. to have their apparel yeah nebraska they, on it. they make good stuff for sure i would love that that'd Cold be cool gear, but for sure don't yeah. know how great they'd be at jerseys yeah yeah probably probably, not, probably not a jersey thing i could be maybe swayed. cleats i could be swayed to <laughs> i could be swayed to nike i think but i don't think nebraska will ever switch to to nike for yeah which is no, kind of too loyal and i think honestly i think adidas i think they get paid pretty well well nebraska like, like oregon is for nike obviously because phil knight nike headquarters everybody yeah, there. the nike headquarters is they were the first Eugene. oregon was the first team yeah. that to be like sponsored by nike and all that stuff nebraska was the oregon for adidas like everything was implemented through nebraska in the 90s after apex was their sponsor so nebraska has been with adidas literally from the beginning i don't think they'll ever they'll that's ever where i'm like from that we can't get some cooler things. I know. I don't know. Right. I know, I know. But Come on. switching to more uh, realistic expectations for next year's new look offense, what do you guys think about what that might look like? It's hard to know when we when we finally settle on what the actual offensive coordinator is yeah. looking like. I think having bare minimum a better offensive line mm-hmm. i'm still kind of torn if i want adrian martinez to come back or because we have a lighter schedule if like logan smothers is going to be the guy or if we get someone through the transfer portal or whatever like I think do, we, do we do we give them mm-hmm. do we give them like the opportunity to lead in this team and just say 
Thank you for your service, Adrian. I appreciate you. Um, it also just doesn't really feel right. Like if he stays another year, he will be like the record holder for everything because yeah. he's literally been the quarterback for six years, yeah. which will never get to happen in the history of football. And that seems a little... He's like not our greatest quarterback of all time. No. Not even close. No. And so for him to like hold all those records seems like not fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm not, I'm, obviously it's not about that, but that a part of me is like, I don't feel good it's about that. It's not fair. It's not fair, mom. It's not fair. Um, you don't but it, mom. I think a realistic expectation, I think schedule is not that hard. No, much I, easier. I, I really think up. like eight and four. Oh, <laughs> so no, and that's even Jimbo. like, and that's even like us losing probably every good ranked game and probably losing one more game. And I think we should still be eight and four. I don't know. It's going to be, that's a lot, a lot of solid wins. Got because if you look at our schedule, Northwestern, North Dakota, Georgia, Southern. I think we lose the first game of the year at Northwestern in Dublin, dude. In Dublin. Don't, don't start with me here. Dude. In Dublin. But in that, Dublin, eh? Wouldn't, wouldn't losing that game be the most Nebraska thing ever? Yep. Oh, we beat yeah. them 56 to 7. Our team gets better <clears throat> in the offseason. Their team gets visibly worse. And we go to this big game that we hype up. It's like one of the first games in college football. And we drop a freaking goose. <laughs> that is Nebraska football. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yep, our our I don't first know. our first. I don't even know I yet. I my tickets to Ireland. <laughs> I can maybe see six to seven, but eight seems like. Do you think the score? You said the score is gonna be six to seven. No, I'm saying like out of our out of our schedule could be with our Who special are teams. You? I need to call. I need to call my agent. I need to cancel my flight. We got to figure this out. I think we get North Dakota and Georgia Southern for sure. I think we beat Rutgers. We beat uh, Indiana. Um, I think M- Michigan at Michigan is gonna be be tough. But I think Minnesota at home is probably a win. That's five. Purdue should have beat them this year. Illinois should have beat them this year. That's seven for sure, right there. Yeah. And so then, and I think, right, but all these think, all these games again, we thought we we're gonna win this year. So I'm just like we, I, we, I mean, we should have won them anyway. I know we should have. That's what I'm saying. We should have. But like that's where I can't bank on eight wins next year yet right. because we look at the schedule no, every no, single year no, and we're no, like, oh, we'll no. win this game, that's this game, not, this well, game, okay, this well, game. That's okay, not the so Nebraska way. That's not the. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna win them all. We're winning them all. <laughs> we're winning all of them. I don't know yet. Honestly, what, what are you next year at? national championship or we burn the stadium to the ground. Like <laughs> that's it. The, that's it. We that's have it. to sacrifice a little red. <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska football has been horrible since we brought on this secondary mascot. Got to. We've got to kill him on the fifty yard line. On the fifty, we got to kill him. We got to burn him alive. Goodness. So Wally runs as well. Okay, so I, we gotta <laughs> harvest the organs. It's fine. I am hearing this, and I agree to an extent, but I'm. I just want to ask the question. You can because ask I think it. it's fair to at least ask this question. Go ahead, ask. Yeah. So I have my answer. <laughs> so I'm like frothing. everyone. Everyone, of course, is saying like next year is like if Scott doesn't win, he's out. Nah, right. I don't know about that. But so yeah. I'm just wondering, like realistically, like. If you, bring in, if you bring in, if you bring in, if you bring in a new offensive system, is mm-hmm. it like it's not going to be? Do good. you give them a cushion for time to figure it out or not? Well, they or already, are you they at already, this point? They already wrote that cushion into his into his contract. Okay, I just wanted to make <clears> sure because so yeah. when I'm hearing on the radio and the talk, it's like next year or you're out, Frost. No, so, no, no. But no. I'm, I'm, I'm. They wouldn't bring in a that, whole entire new offensive that, that's staff. That's what I'm wondering. And then be like, it's one and done. I do think the expectation next year is bowl game. Win a bowl game. Yeah. They didn't cut years off of his contract. They they cut his buyout. 
they cut his pay. His but pay he still, went from five to four point one. Yeah, but he's still extended through. He's still signed on contract through twenty twenty six. Right. No. So, yeah. I'm not <clears throat> definitely not contract wise. I'm just talking yeah. like but his fan base wise. Of oh, I'm yeah. more talking from a fan base expectation wise, not from Trev Alberts, but yeah. more everyone and like from here on the radio, well, sixty twenty zone. Like even fans that call in, next year, win a bowl game, people will, think it's good. People will chill. Yeah. But like, say we get to five wins, but our offense looks like we're heading in the right direction. Do you go? Do, does the fan base is the fan base going to be okay with that? No, fan base does, will not be. I, no. See, that's what I think. I don't think the fan base has, is going to give this new, entirely new offensive staff much time to get it right. Like, if we don't look great against Northwestern and North Dakota, like if it takes a little bit, like here's, here's, I think our here's fan base can get pretty upset. Here's why the fan base will not be nice to them. We have a fairly young offensive team mm-hmm. in general. Really young across the team. We have eight seniors, eight. Mm-hmm. that can't come back to play another year. Maybe some of them will leave because they've been here for long enough, whatever. Yeah. But we have eight seniors. The offensive line, like, we could have the same offensive line next year. The receiving core is basically the same exact thing. We lose two array. Mm-hmm. Um, the running back room, stay the same. Yeah. Like, we know Potentially, that, we'll have to see what happens in the yes, tra- I think but, we'll have a lot of transfers. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, we we the foundation should be there. So it really comes down to, like, what, what is this new coaching staff going to be doing to them? And here's what I think, like, the hard thing is when we're trying to build a certain type of offense, but we totally disregard the talent that we actually have, mm-hmm. where it's like, no, we have guys that, can, that are, like, big that want to run the ball, and we're trying to be this really quick, fast team when we don't have quick, fast guys. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Got to be quick, fast. Like, why are we not... You know what I mean? Like, just build the offense. Like, you can mold it to whatever you want, but use the people that are here. Yeah. Because we have talent to win six games. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. So, okay. No, I agree we have the talent there. I'm just saying, I'm I'm thinking that this is all just speculative. I'm not hoping for this. I'm just concerned about this. Better watch your mouth, boy. our offense needs to step up big time next year because I think our defense takes a little bit of a step back. Not that we're bad, but we're losing. How could they not? We're losing a lot of... Big pieces and We're just like our the two, our two the top offense, tacklers, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Our linebacking core is great. Our linebacking core is young, but I'm but like if we're losing Deontay Williams, potentially Cam Taylor Britt, JoJo Doman, I think is a big loss. Markel ben Dismuke's Ben gone. Stilly, Markel Dismuke. Like we're losing a lot of pieces, key pieces, and also leadership pieces on the defense. Where that's where I'm wondering about our offense of like. That's where you're gonna have to have a tremendous step up mm-hmm. because yeah. I think the defense. Not that this it'll be bad next year. year. But yeah, not that it's going to be bad next year, but you'll have a little bit of a gap because of we're <clears throat> losing that veteran leadership on the defensive yeah. side of the ball. I'm I'm much less worried about the defense, like substantially less worried about the defense. Shannon's given me no reason to worry that he can develop people. Yeah, the first year, the first year, everything was man, he's not going to last in the Big Ten. We're going to have to fire him. And then the next year, it was like, well, they're probably the better part of our team. Last year, it was our defense is for sure the best part of our team. And this year, it's inarguable that. Shenander like this it's gone from he should probably be fired to is are we going to keep him because he might get hired as a head coach this offseason you know yeah, like 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 he's, he's going he's to actually like pro- one of the greatest defensive coordinators <clears throat> in the Big Ten yeah any team we held Oklahoma to less than 23 points yeah for and that's the first time that they've been held since like 2012 yeah like that was the they lowest always score yeah and then obviously we hold, held Ohio and all we know all yeah Ohio State was held to half their season average and then they went yep. and just put 59 on Purdue or something stupid like that like a week ago yeah like i'm not <clears throat> i'm not as worried i think yeah the the veteran le- i think veteran leadership is important but 
honestly, like, I think maybe too much is put on that. Like, guys are going to lead. Cam Taylor, just because Cam Taylor Britt isn't in the room doesn't mean the defense is just going to be bad. I Like, I think Luke Reimer and Chris, uh, or Nick Henrich are going to be just unbelievable. Garrett Nelson's still there. Like, we still have those guys. DeAndre Thomas will be there. If, um, if uh, Darian, uh, what? Darian Daniels does, or Damian Daniels doesn't go to the NFL. He'll be back. So it's like we got those guys in there that'll, that'll lead. But I, I, I understand, and I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But I don't know. I, I'm less worried about the defense for yeah. sure. Yeah, and I'm I'm definitely not saying that. I don't think we'll we can be an improved team next year. I'm just pumping the <clears> brakes of yeah. I can't automatically just yet give us for sure like. Eight to nine wins. I think I'm like ah, got to pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah, I need to see what happens in this off season, like because right now I just don't trust <laughs> the offense. Yeah. Yet. So, and I just think they're going to have to step up in order to win some of the games that we have on our schedule next year. Yep. So, last question is: What is your favorite personality on Nebraska's football team? Uh, I, I, um, I would probably say, I don't know. This is a weird one. It used to be Mario Verduzco, but he's, he's <laughs> gonzo. Um, the whole team, favorite personality. I'm going to go with a guy like Garrett Nelson. Oh, yeah. I love listening to his press conferences, and he talks about losing his teeth. And <laughs> I know, yeah. He's yeah. always bleeding or something. Something's yeah. always wrong, and he's just like, got to do what you got to do, or yeah. just how you're playing. Yeah. You know? He just, he, I love his his attitude, Yeah, and I love his light. He kind of has, has like a light spirit to him, too. Yeah. And... Yeah, and also I'll never forget the day that I crossed paths with him and he's just blaring country music on his phone with no <laughs> headphones or anything. And I just, Garrett Nelson. Of course he is. And I just dude. walk past him and he's blaring country music and he just looks at me, gives me a sincere smile and a friendly handshake and just continues walking on with his country music blaring. What a guy, I'm dude. Like, that's a guy. That definitely helps grow his mullet faster. <laughs> yeah. What a dude. All right, I'm going to probably go with Jojo Doman. I think he's... He's just real. Like, he's just a real yeah. dude. Like, he's a baller. He plays football really hard, but he, like, has a big heart, and he genuinely cares about, like, his community, and he donates a lot of his NIL money to charities and stuff like that. Yeah, so I was going to say JoJo for JoJo. a lot of those same things, so I'm just going to piggyback on that. Yeah. JoJo's killer, but um, we will be out JoJo uh, for the next two Tough. games. He's Yeah, he's deciding he's going to focus on the NFL because he had a hand surgery. Um, his knuckle exploded in his hand. That's what he said. So he... It's probably okay, knuckle. Oh yeah, I know. I was like, whatever, dude. But <laughs> sounds like a guy that doesn't have heart. Good luck. <laughs> Why? Hey, honestly, man. honestly, dude, good for him. He's been great for yeah. us, and probably had debatably one of his best games ever against Ohio to yeah. end like his yeah. what a way to career. Go out. Which is like, dude, good for you, man. I, I hope he does well in the NFL. I hope a team picks him up. Um, I think he just. I, I think he deserves to be calling it now. The Cowboys pick him up. Hey! Because every Husker player Go. somehow ends up with the Cowboys. Honestly, like... Cowboys! Okay, chill, chill, dude, chill. Super Bowl stop, stop, 54! Stop. Oh Cowboys! Okay, I was going to compliment the Cowboys. And I, <laughs> How about them Cowboys? <laughs> Bro! <laughs> I, I want to be a... I kind of would like to be a Cowboy fan because of how many Husker fans I have. I just don't really like Jerry Jones. Don't know why. And maybe it's yeah, his well. face. Guys maybe it's because he looks like he's going to turn into dust any five <laughs> oh, seconds. All right. <laughs> we're going to have to end the podcast because I have to fight some people here real Alex quick. Henry did hit the scoreboard. He, like, punted and kicked it, and then they announced over the PA. They're like, oh, please stop kicking the scoreboard. <laughs> and it's like, Jerry, chill. You're chill not out, my Jerry. dad. <laughs> chill, Jerry. It's cool, man. You don't get it. 
Why'd you put it? Why'd you put it so low to the ground if you didn't want us to hit it with the ball? But uh, I got Nebraska winning twenty three to twenty this weekend against Wisconsin. What about you? Huh? I got Nebraska. I got Wisconsin twenty one twenty. Oh yeah, just I because Nebraska is zero and five off a of bye week, and we're going on the road to Wisconsin. Yeah, it'll be. I think it's gonna be a tough one. I think Cam Randall's easier to play in than most people give it credit for. It's very quiet. But they do that. They they jump. Yeah, <laughs> they like jump on some chairs or something in the third quarter. So it's like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna go play in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about it. I, in terms of hostile environments, I think I would rather, like, of all the good teams in the yeah. Big Ten, I would rather play at Wisconsin than any of. Them. Oh yeah, it's Without like not even close. Yeah, in any of like the nine ranked Big Ten teams. Yeah, it's like give me Wisconsin every yeah. time. Yeah, um, I unfortunately think that either oh, we might lose twenty four twenty three, but I think I'll say because I'm a Nebraska fan, I got to be overly optimistic. Of course, we're gonna win twenty three twenty one. Still, actually frustrated though that we don't we can't score more than twenty three points. Still frustrated. <laughs> still, still frustrated, but a win is a win. Uh, my wife says that we're going to win 35 to 27. So thank you, babe. I appreciate that. Naomi thought we were going to win by a big time. Naomi said 48 28. Oh! No, sorry, sorry, sorry. 42 28. Oh, that's way better. And I'm like, yeah, that's actually reasonable. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. probably not, but okay. <laughs> really, really. We'll wish. see. We'll see. Chris's wife just. I didn't get one in. Yeah, well, it's okay. It's okay. Didn't go on in. Uh, it's all right. Next week we'll we'll play Iowa after the the week after, and we'll we'll get it we'll get it back together. But we want to thank you guys for listening to the Big Red Rundown. Be be greedy. We hope that you enjoyed this as much as we are. Next week's episode, we'll be uh, talking about the Wisconsin game, maybe looking at the Nebraska versus Creighton basketball game, some volleyball games, looking to head to baseball. Recruiting will be starting to really ramp up going into the signing day. Uh, but then we will take a look at the rest of the season being Iowa. And we might have a maybe. maybe We'll see how he acts. We'll see if he eats all his food for lunch, and we'll have our, our uh, Iowa fan producer on. We'll see. I don't know. He's got to eat all his vegetables first, but... <laughs> Uh, you guys can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. Give us some good reviews and share it with your friends and family. We would love that. Follow us on Twitter at Big Red James. Put that down. That's not for you. Follow us on Twitter at Big Red Rundown. It's, send your comments and questions to BigRedRundown at gmail.com. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.